From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. Welcome along to the second broadcast of WIA National News for the brand new WIA year. In this broadcast, thanks to the guys from the West who came to the East to Mildura, we'll have VK6FLAB and also VK6POP, Bob Bristow, one of the WIA directors, with a very good in-depth look at last weekend's WIA AGM held in Mildura, courtesy of the Sunraysia Radio Group. South Africa gets the lion's share of the square kilometre array. After nine years of sweat and tears by the South African and Australian SKA site bid teams, the Independent SKA Site Advisory Committee identified by consensus Africa as the preferred site. But their recommendation was overturned by the SKA organisation after complaints by we Aussies. It appears the SKA organisation had difficulty coming to a final decision And according to one of the members of the committee, the atmosphere at the meeting was heated and at times the group had to take a recess. The ultimate outcome was that the SKA organisation has agreed to considering construction of one of the three SKA receiver components in Australia, two in Africa. Community Broadcasting Service for South Australia's Gulwa Community. The Gulwa Community will have a new long-term community radio service after the Australian Communications and Media Authority decided to allocate the licence to Radio Alexandria, Community Broadcasters Association going by the name of Alex FM. Alex FM was one of two applicants for the Gulwa licence. This is the WIA National News. Quick look right around Australia before we head off to Mildura and VK6POP, VK6FLAB. And, well, there's a group going to have a reunion. Now, this group is one of the most active groups and a group that's done one hell of a lot for amateur radio in Australia. And the group we're talking about is a reunion of the facilitators, students, past students, friends and partners of Ron Bertram's radio school. Now, it happens Saturday the 9th of July at the Hins Dam, just to the west of the Gold Coast. And it goes from 10am until they drop. Now, if you'd like to find out more about it, particularly if you're driving through the coast, you'll be able to find details on 146.7, that's the Gold Coast repeater, 146.7, but also on a website, very easy website, RON. The Caboolture Radio Club has a call sign of VK4QD and they are going to be active in the celebration of the WIAQ's 100 years. The WIAQ, of course, the forerunner of the Queensland Advisory Committee. The operation will be from the clubhouse located at 169 Smiths Road, Caboolture. We will also be holding a grand reopening on Saturday the 16th of June from 11am to 3pm to celebrate our recently renovated clubhouse. This is a great opportunity to check out our upgraded facilities and the cool new custom-made consoles while the VK100 WIQ operation is in full swing. 
Hope to see you. 73s, Peter, VK4, Quebec, Charlie, Secretary. This is John, VK5DJ, for the Southeast Radio Group. The Southeast Radio Group's 48th Annual Convention will be held next Saturday and Sunday, 9th and 10th of June at Mount Gambier. That's next weekend. Last year, the hall was open for just one day, although the Australian Fox Hunting Championship was run over its usual two days. Many comments were received about wanting the two-day convention back, and we're pleased that we've been able to go back to the two-day format. The program is on the website now. Just type Surge Convention into Google. The first event is the Sniffer Hunt at 11am on Saturday. Of course, the famous night fox hunt will be held that evening, and again the organisers will do their best to trick the foxes. A special challenge is promised, and competitors will need to be on their toes. If you've never seen fox hunting in action, here's your big chance to see how experts and beginners do it and have huge fun in the process. The venue for the home brew competition and the trading tables is the headquarters of the 1st Mount Gambia Scout Group in Margaret Street, Mount Gambia. Entry fee for the two days is only $5. The hall opens at midday on Saturday and 9am on Sunday. There are hourly door prizes. Our chef from last year has been convinced to return, so catering will be available at the venue. Presentations will be at the Surge Club Rooms in the Reedy Park Centre, followed by the post-convention barbecue at the Surge Club Rooms. The home brew competition is a highlight with prizes provided by a generous anonymous amateur, so bring along that project you've been working on. The project can be simple or complicated. There are several sections that cater for the beginner and the expert. 2012 is a special year for the club, as it's also the South East Radio Group's 50th birthday. So come along next weekend and help us celebrate. From Mount Gambia, let's head northeast in just a moment and pick up with Ono and Bob Bristow as they give us a very good in-depth look at last weekend's WIA AGM. This is the WIA National News from VK1 WIA. Across Australia from VK1 WIA you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Aubrey-Wodonga area, it can be heard on both Echolink nodes 1262 on 147.525 and node 264395 on 146.450 at 7pm every Sunday evening. With callbacks following, please drop in. I'm John VK, a 3HJQ at Talangata. For many arrivals in Mildura, the first taste of hospitality was the airport arrival lounge, where local amateurs were waiting to provide personal transport to the accommodation. After check-in, registration was one stop in a whirlwind of meeting amateurs left, right and centre. Mal Brooks was handing out the registration packs together with a locally grown mandarin and maps to aid navigation through Mildura. The Friday afternoon was topped off with a visit to the local boutique brewery pub, where we sampled some local ales. A brisk walk around the corner and we're on the way to Settlers, where the amateurs outnumbered the locals three to one, but they took it in their stride and dinner was on the way in the blink of an eye. The buffet-style meal was punctuated by local balloon pilot and all-round Scotsman Alan Cameron, who regaled us with several tall tales, some of which may have had a little help from the local brew. Dinner was accompanied by local musicians who kept up a lively flow of song and music. Breakfast the next morning was a social affair with amateurs making their way to the central dining hall where all manner of great food was available and, as food goes, Mildura kept up its end of the deal with great food the whole way through the weekend. 
Afterwards, a quick registration for the AGM. Every current WIA member was presented with a blue voting card. Not that we needed to vote on anything in the end, but being prepared is always par for the course. Michael Owen ran a tight ship and after opening the AGM, celebrating 102 years of the Wireless Institute of Australia at 7 minutes past 9, and the acceptance of apologies, we stood for a minute's silence to acknowledge the silent keys who had passed in the last year. This included 65 WIA members and 55 further amateurs, including two life members. The minutes of last year's AGM were accepted and the financial report was passed without comment. New directors were introduced and at 13 minutes past nine the AGM was done and dusted. We believe that was a record. The next item on the agenda was the annual awards and President's commendations. We'll begin with the President's commendations and I won't read out the citations because it just makes this segment far too long. You'll see them in the text edition and no doubt you'll see them in the next edition of Amateur Radio. The first is to Neil Husk, VK6BDO. Then Keith Bainbridge, VK6XRay Hotel. Ono Benshop, VK6FLAB. David McCauley, VK3EW. Alec Petkovic, VK6APK. Then there's a whole bunch of President's Commendations went to nominated assessors for their hard work. Roger Cordukes, VK4CD. Peter Wilmot, VK3TQ. Terence Ryland, VK2UX. Peter Watts, VK5ZFW. Ron Bertrand, VK2DQ. Larry Lindsay, VK2CLL. Peter Dowd, VK7PD. Colin Pomroy, VK3BLE. Craig Cook, VK3CMC. Trevor Quick, VK5ATQ. Lyle Dobbs, VK4LM. Trevor Connell, VK8CO. Laurie Pritchard, VK4BLE. Dale McCarthy, VK4DMC. Tony Lamaccia, VK2BTL. Eric Vandeweyer, VK2VE. Ian Ellings, VK7QF. Philip Adams, VK3JNI. Paul Hoffman, VK5PH. Owen Clark, VK3BC. Steve Tregear, VK3TSR. Scott Habgood, VK2UBQ. Kathy Sumner, VK6KTS. And Gail Lydon Sanford, VK4ION. So congratulations to all those who received the President's commendations. Then we have David Clegg, VK5KC, who won the Higginbotham Award in recognition of his contribution to um, Amateur Radio. The Amateur Radio Magazine Technical Award went to Jim Tregellis, VK5JST, for some excellent articles. The Al Shawsmith Award for Journalism went to Justin Giles Clark, VK7TW. And the Chris Jones Award went to Gavin Raybelt, VK4AZZ. And that's a biggie for everybody. And the Ron Wilkinson Award, Dale Hughes, VK1DSH. And the GA Taylor Medal went to Peter Young, VK3MV. And as I said, we can't read out all those citations. It would just take far too long. After the awards, we started the open forum discussion. Discussions were productive and engaging about many issues close to the heart of amateur radio, including several proposals to promote our hobby to new audiences and the future of the club grant scheme. There was discussion about how successful a club grant scheme had been, whether it was too confining as requirements. One example from the floor was that it should be possible for the club grant scheme to be used to buy tins of paint, because it might well be that this would be the most important thing for a club to spend money on, and one member stood to ask for exactly that, having just moved into a hall that needed more than some TLC. During morning tea, which included several nice pastries, 
Several discussions continued on and the topic of promotion of the hobby was discussed. After lunch we had several great presentations. Details will be available on the WIA website. We saw a demonstration of amateur TV, saw satellites launched into space, heard about how audio chirps helped determine propagation and saw amazing footage and inventiveness with the Project Horus. Pre-dinner drinks were enjoyed by some, but yours truly was putting together the announcement for the conference next year in VK6, and you'll hear more about that in the news next week. Dinner was accompanied by classical music and a classic speaker who had a lifetime in media and commercial broadcast radio and had many tales to tell about radio in Mildura. For early risers the next morning, there was the opportunity to witness two Horus launches, weather balloons with electronic payloads. One of the launches had a repeater as a payload, and many amateurs used it to check in with VK3 WIA. Meanwhile, the festivities continued on the paddle chip Mundu, where among the food and fun we had a live shack operating the call sign VK102 WIA. Try saying that in a hurry in a pile-up. Many amateurs took the opportunity to operate the station, and QSOs were had with New Zealand, VK6, other places in Australia, and Russia. At several times, signal reports were quite strong, but some detective work determined that a few hams decided to make callbacks from the boat. Anything for a QSL card. After lunch and a group photo, we made our way to the QTH of Noel Ferguson, VK3FI, who opened up his home and his shack for all of us to be inspired by. A lifetime of building is visible in Noel's shack, and his attention to detail comes with a dry wit, which saw the local pipes and drums come by to annoy the president of the Sunraysia radio group. The barbecue was of the same high standard that Mildura offered throughout and it was topped off with a masterfully called raffle under the auspices of Ray VK3 HSR. And that's how it ended. Laughing into the distance. What an experience. Next year we'll have to put on a great show to top this one. I'm Bob VK6 POP. Script was written by Ono VK6 FLAB who is in bed with a flu which I gave him. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate, Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, AR Victoria and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Jim Linton, VK3PC, Chairman, IARU Region 3 Disaster Communications Committee, acknowledging the input from Greg Mossop, G0DUB, IARU Region 1 Emergency Communications Coordinator, says two additional earthquakes have struck Italy. Hundreds were injured when the 5.8 magnitude earthquake shook northern Italy on Tuesday and came nine days after the 6.0 magnitude quake killed seven. Among the ongoing rescue and recovery workers are radio amateurs using both HF and VHF. IARU Region 1 Emergency Coordinator Greg Mossop, G0DUB, reports that RNRE have a mobile unit with five radio amateurs in the area and two more units are ready to go when requested. This follows a request from the Italian Civil Protection Department. The HF frequency 7060 kHz is in use by IQ1HQ, at the RNRE headquarters and IQ0TK from the Civil Protection Department in Rome. Please keep the frequency of 7060 kHz clear. RNRE can also be found in Google. Radio transmitter causes bomb scare. 
The BBC report that a suspicious device triggered a bomb alert in Surrey. The BBC News say the device was found after reports of suspicious activity near the Maltway, Camberley. The Maltway and roads near the Chalesmore Park estate were closed for about four hours. Following examination by Army bomb disposal experts, Surrey Police said the unit is now described as being a transmitter or repeater for a citizen or pirate band radio station. Still in the UK, it's to RSGB reader Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, with news on an Aussie event which seems to have snuck up on us. It's news of a special centenary call sign for WIA. 2012 is the centenary of the Wireless Institute of Australia being established in the state of Queensland. A special centenary call sign, VK100WIQ, will be activated from the 1st of June to the 31st of July by way of the WIA-affiliated radio clubs in Queensland. There's also a centenary QSL card and a centenary award available. Details of the QSL card and awards you can find at www.wia.org.au. You're listening to WIA National News on most amateur bands throughout New South Wales from VK2WI Sydney and affiliate relay stations. For details of frequencies, visit www.arnsw.org.au. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Operational news, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column, Dateline 2012. Shires Contest, June 9 and 10. Winter VHF UHF Field Day, June 23 and 24. Trans-Tasman Contest, 80 plus 160 metres, July 21. Remembrance Day Contest, August 11 and 12. International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend, August 18 and 19. Oceania Dex Contest, SSB, October 6. Oceania Dex Contest, CW, October 13. Spring VHF UHF Field Day, November 24 and 25. Special event stations DX and Vegan and NetAdvice. Activation of VI4XQA at Mariba. In conjunction with the Far North Queensland Heritage Day, members of the Tablelands Radio and Electronics Club will be running a special event station at the Mariba Heritage Centre on Saturday the 9th of June. The event will be using either special call VI4XQA or the Trek Special Call VK4XQA, and will be operating adjacent to the heritage display of the first amateur radio station in Queensland, the Marcus Brims XQA Sparks Station. The operation will have a very high public profile, and organisers are hoping that many stations make contact to show how prolific and diverse radio amateurs are. The Far North Queensland Heritage Day runs from 8am to 4pm. Entry is free, refreshments available for purchase on-site, at 345 Burns Street, next to Centenary Park. If you are in the area, please come along and say good to the people from Trek. European Football Championship 2012 on the air. EFC 2012 is an on-the-air activity which promises to be a great deal of fun. Organised by Polish and Ukrainian amateurs affiliated with PZK and UARL. From June the 1st to July the 5th, 2012, there are numerous special event stations active on the air. They are operating concurrently with the 2012 European Football Championship, which this year is organised jointly by Poland and Ukraine. F4CYZ is operational from Morocco as CN2YZ three years end. 
GB0 TLR Railways on the Air. Southgate Amateur Radio Club will be operating a special event station for the Railways on the Air event on the 22nd and 23rd of September. This is being run in conjunction with the North London Model Engineering Society at the Titan Hangar Light Railway site near London Colony, Hertfordshire, using call sign GB0TLR, the same call sign as used last year when operating on 20, 40 and 80 metres. Coventry Amateur Radio Society have GB50CCC on the air until the 19th of June for the Coventry Cathedral Celebration. Members of the Jersey Contest Group will be active as GJ2A from the Isle of Jersey during the Radio Society of Great Britain's Islands on the Air event. This event is taking place July 28 and 29. QSL direct to GJ3DVC. DK9FN will once again return to Tamutu Province's H40FN between December the 22nd and January the 7th. QSL H40FN via HA8DD. VK1WIA National News. I'm Felix VK4FUQ Eddingham. From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1WIA. Good morning, this is Robert VK3DN with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. South East Queensland ATV Group tell us that Martin VK4JVC has been busy working away on the SEQ ATV Group digital television transmitter. And if you're in the Deception Bay area or close by to Martin's QDH, you may be able to pick up the low-power test transmissions using a standard digital TV or a set-top box able to tune manually to 436 MHz. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ILLW. The anniversary ILLW grabs imagination. The 15th Annual International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend in August has inspired many to register early, with 32 countries and nearly 250 registered already. The weekend increases the public awareness of lighthouses and lightships and their need for them to be preserved. It promotes amateur radio and fosters international goodwill. The event was started mainly by the late Mike Dalrymple, GM4SUC and the Air Amateur Radio Group in 1995 as the Northern Lighthouse Activity Weekend with stations at Scottish Lighthouses. It quickly went international. The third weekend in August coincides with the World Lighthouse Open Day, organised by the Association of Lighthouse Keepers that sees public access to many of the featured lighthouses. During the weekend, a group or individual sets up an amateur station at or adjacent to a lighthouse, lightship or marine beacon that is listed. To register, complete a short online form, read the event rules and have lots of fun. You'll see complete statistics on past events, reports from previous years and ILLW are on Facebook too. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Naval, New Jersey Radio Club to activate submarine radio station. The Nutley Amateur Radio Society of Nutley, New Jersey has activated the radio room of a World War II submarine, the USS Ling. This is part of a Worldwide Museum Ships Weekend that's on this weekend, June 2nd and 3rd. The Ling is a Baleo-class fleet submarine measuring 312 feet and is in a permanent museum ship berthed at the Hackensack River, New Jersey. 
Worldwide Special Interest Group Radio Amateur Old Timers. NACLI VK6CSW with a reminder that tomorrow, Monday, June the 4th, the Radio Amateur Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly news and information bulletin will be broadcast on a number of HF and VHF frequencies. The principal HF transmissions will be on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz upper sideband at 0100 UTC, beamed north from Melbourne for the eastern states, and again at 0200 UTC, beamed westward for the Western Australian listeners. Numerous local relays will take place on both VHF and lower HF frequencies. To find the times and frequencies for your area, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au. Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is invited to listen to this interesting half-hour of old-timer news, information and anecdotes, and to, par- uh, to participate in the callbacks afterwards. So once again, the RAOTC monthly bulletin is scheduled for tomorrow, Monday, June the 4th. 73s from Clive, VK6CSW. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. BSA to offer Morse code interpreter strip. Now those hams involved with the Boy Scouts can show their proficiency in Morse code with the Morse code interpreter strip with Morse, M-O-R-S-E, spelt out in Morse code. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Emergency agencies should work with radio amateurs. The Straits Times newspaper reports that the use of amateur radio in rescues should be promoted. They say that amateur radios could be the key to communicate with people in distress and therefore collaboration between government agencies and amateur radio users should be intensified. They quote the Malaysian Information Department Director-General as saying that integration between the two should be encouraged as it helped the agency to build a good report and teamwork spirit. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Summits of the Air. SOTA has now been operating in VK3 for four months, and awareness of the program continues to grow. Peter Freeman, VK3PF, joined the fray, activating Mount Ida, VK3-VU009, on the way up, along with Mount William, VK3-VS001, on his way back from the WIAA German Mildura. May saw a varied range of summits activated between Ararat and Ballarat. Most activations have been on HF single sideband, but a reasonable portion have been on 2 metre FM. This is bringing out those who remember the days when there was more activity on 2 metre simplex frequencies, such as the national calling frequency 146.5 MHz FM. DX in the month was mostly restricted to CW, but there was a W slash VK contact on 40 metres, as well as a 20-metre single sideband contact into G. All activations in the month were QRP, with operators using FT817s, but it's known that there are some kit builders out there. It's also known that some LiPos out there are being put together to power FT857s and ICOM IC706s, so some higher power activations might be on the horizon for those eagerly chasing from Europe. Wayne, VK3WIM, did a presentation on SOTA at a recent EMDRC club meeting, which was warmly received. 
The presentation was captured on video and is available with a simple YouTube Google. So to chases were heard from VK7 and VK5 chasing contacts on VK3 summits, but some also made contacts into Europe and asked the activators there for SOTA codes. A few VK1ers are looking on, awaiting the day when their association will go live. Perhaps VK5 will only be a few months behind that. That report from Wayne, VK3WIM. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Hey, thanks for joining us for another edition of WIA National News, being broadcast with the courtesy of many volunteer operators right across Australia. On the social scene, as we leave you this week, June 8 to 11 in VK4, Fanag, that has been cancelled. That was the event to take place on the Queensland Cassowary Coast. Please note, Fanag this year has been cancelled. However, the same weekend, that's June 9 to 10 in VK2, as the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's field day at the port, also, June 9 to 10 in VK5 is the Southeast Radio Group's convention in Mount Gambier. July 7 to 8 in VK3, Gipstech 2012 at Monash University, Gippsland Campus at Churchill. July 14, back in VK4 is Wide Bay Hamfest, West Meribah Scout Hall. July 21 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest at Cranbourne. July 21 in VK4, WIA VK4 Club President's Lunch, taking place at Harvey Bay up on the Fraser Coast. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4, BB, walk softly. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.